Hello and welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Dave Kovar and as always I'm excited to be here. So uh, the title of today's podcast is 90 Second Rituals for Long-Term Success. Uh, but before we do that, I just wanted to make a comment. I'm just kind of basking in uh, what the the feeling of, of an incredible weekend that we had at our uh, 2000, excuse me, how about, yeah, 2019 uh, Pro Mac International Conference that we did with RevGear University and also with Zen Planner. Um, it was a martial arts convention uh, on May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. We had about 400 people show up from all over the world, literally, and it was it was just an amazing event. And and if you are a martial artist, you certainly want to consider uh, our event next year. It was just uh, on all uh, on all fronts. It was awesome. Um, the participants. Uh, uh, the feedback was incredible. The participants had a great time. My team, who worked so hard to make this happen, had a great time, and I had a great time too. Lot, lots of firsts that happened at that event. But uh, I'm reminded about how cool it is to be uh, in a business, in a profession that you love, that where the people are really striving to make the world a better place. And that was certainly what happened this weekend. So uh, in my discussion today, so the 90-second rituals for long-term success, I, I wanted to kind of begin with uh, just kind of uh, what making it a point to to stress the fact that if you take care of the days, the years take care of themselves, right? And that's one of my favorite quotes, but I believe it so hard. I, I believe it so much, and I see it in my life and in the life of people that I look up to and and am mentored by and how their daily routines really make a, an incredibly big difference in their success. And, and so what I wanted to do with this session is I wanted to kind of go through a bunch of little things that you could do that take 90 seconds. Now, why did I use 90 seconds? Just it's an arbitrary number. It was between, of course, one and two minutes, right? The whole intention is even if you're really busy, you might not have, uh, you know, an hour a, a day to commit to new stuff, but guess what? Actually, you probably do. But you certainly do if you do it in little 90-second portions, right? And so I want to begin with, I, I want to kind of talk about, I want to review, and I know there's an earlier podcast we called the Six Pillars of Health, and we went through the six kind of areas, and I want to do a real quick review of those. There was exercise, rest, nutrition, stress management, risk minimization, and recharging, right? And I wanted to take a, a, just the first little bit of this and talk about different things that you can do um, in each one of those that can make a big difference in your overall health. And once again, the intention here, is you know is to remember that the quality of your life is in direct relationship with the quality of the habits, routines, and rituals that you currently have in place. And if you have a bunch of really healthy habits and routines, then good stuff is going to happen, right? So how can you, if you're going to analyze your day from dawn to dusk, how can you look at all the habits and routines and rituals and make sure that they, they serve you? And by the way, I use the word ritual here instead of habit. To me, a ritual is a habit that's done with respect and it's done with reverence and it's done mindfully, right? That, that's kind of why I'm using that word. And, 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 you know, there's a lot of value in ritual. Every culture since the dawn of time, you know, in any, uh, uh, in any country has had rituals, rites of patches, rites of passages, things that you did. Like in martial arts, one of the rituals uh, that most people adhere to is when you go to the show up to the school and when you walked on the mat, you bow on the mat. Now you're not bowing to this mat or, you know, to, to the picture. I guess, you know, what you're doing is for, for us, how we teach this, our stress is what we're doing is we are empty. It, it, it represents a, a sense of appreciation appreciation for our ability to train and that we are emptying our cup of everything that 
happen today, right? And so that we can just, uh, I'm going to empty my cup and so that I, I can, when I come up, my, my cup is empty and therefore I'm ready to be filled with knowledge. There's the story about, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the tea master that takes on a new, uh, uh, client and this, or a new student and this guy comes and he's got all these grandiose things he wants to do and learn, but he kind of wants to learn from this tea master. Uh, and so this master, you know, pours his, pours his, uh, tea. The guy offers some tea. The guy puts his glass over there and the tea master fills it up and he keeps filling it up. So pretty soon there's tea all over the floor. And the guy's going, what's going on? He goes, well, until you empty your cup, there's nothing I can show you. Right. And so that was, that's bowing on the mat, right? That's a, you know, for me, I was just down training this morning at the school and, and I really try to adhere to that ritual. It certainly doesn't take 90 seconds, but just to take a second, because it allows me to kind of switch my mindset and prepare myself, okay, kind of for the next level. So let's go through some possible things that you can do with, with a, a 90 second rituals for, for health. And then, uh, and then we'll go through some different ones beyond that for relationships and, and finances and just and, and uh, things like that. Okay, so first and foremost, uh, exercise. So uh, there's a there's a phrase called greasing the groove, and I think it originally was uh, I heard it from a guy named Pavel who was like this this strength guy that wrote a lot of books on stretching and, and fitness and whatnot. And and the the concept with greasing the groove is every time you think about doing some exercises, do some exercises. So imagine if you decided, all right, man, I'm really busy, but every hour I'm going to do calisthenics for 90 seconds. Well, I, I promise you, if if you right now, if you don't believe me, drop down on, onto your onto the ground right now and, and try to do push-ups for ninety seconds. First off, you're probably not going to make it, all right? But could you do twenty seconds on, ten second break, twenty seconds on, ten second break, twenty seconds on, ten second break? Thus, ninety seconds. There you go. And and an hour later, imagine if you did that with squats. Guess what? Try that eight, ten times a day, and I promise you, your level of fitness is going to be on a whole nother, a whole nother world just by having these little ninety-second breaks. Other things, I'm amazed by how often people, when it comes to their fitness, will, uh, you know, will drive around the parking lot at the gym six times to get a place a little closer to, uh, by the way, they drove 15 minutes to get to the gym, parked as close as possible just to get on the treadmill and walk for 20 minutes and go back home. It took them an hour, right? Where it wasn't a good use of time. So when you do like park, can you park a little further away and not worry about it, a little further away from the stores? And can you embrace steps? If you're at a place where you have the option between an elevator or steps, can you just from this day forward decide, you know what, That's I can do that in 90 seconds. I am going to uh, make it a point to uh, uh, <laughs> step versus versus uh, just stand. So even, even if you're going to, let's say I travel a lot at the airport, there is not, oftentimes you'll find there's only escalators. Well, guess what? I'm going to go walk up the escalators anyway, just because I think it's a better use of time. It gives me that little extra exercise. Here's another 90 second ritual for your health. And that is simply stand or sit with perfect posture, making sure your shoulders are back, your chin is in, the back of your head is up, your shoulders are over your hips, over your knees if you're standing. Uh, and and, and just see if you can do that and breathe naturally while your shoulder's back. So that's a good 90-second ritual. Imagine if you did that two or three times a day. I promise you within a several weeks, your, your posture will improve dramatically, right? Um, 
Another one, so when it comes to uh, being what more healthy, and that is is that take a moment to make sure that your sleeping arrangements are unconducive, right? Meaning take that extra few seconds before you go to bed to make sure the light is out and you know your phone is off or all those kind of things that can make a, a big difference. Take 90 seconds before you go to bed and pull out your notepad and review your day possibly a gratitude list. My favorite two questions are, what did I learn today and how did I contribute? Okay. Take 90 seconds and anything you're thinking about, anything you're thinking about that's on your mind, you got some project you got to do tomorrow. Can you simply write that on a notepad by your bed? Because what that does, that allows you to kind of let it go, get it out of your head. Because I know if you're trying, okay, I got to remember to do this tomorrow. Oh, and I got to remember this tomorrow. Then what happens, that's going to mess with your sleep, right? So take 90 seconds and write those things down and set them off to the side. And it kind of gives you per- permission to set those aside and get back to them uh, 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 later. Okay, other things when it comes to uh, uh, to your health, and that would be nutrition. So what 90-second rituals, what does that mean? Well, every time you think of it, Go to the go to the water fountain. Go to grab your water bottle and, and grab and drink some water. We know, we know beyond a doubt. Pretty much, no one will argue with the fact that most of us walk around dehydrated, and uh, dehydration is is linked to irritability and fatigue and hunger. Right. So a lot of times it might just be that you're dehydrated, and so one of the key things we need to do that. So that's a, a real easy ritual to always have that that water bottle handy. Okay. Uh, take ninety seconds to meal plan. Right. To take actually go through your refrigerator before you leave the, the house and 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 pull out a healthy snack. Right. Grab an apple. Grab yourself some raw almonds. Put them in a bag. Take a little time so that now throughout that day when you're hungry, you're going to have those snack choices that you have will keep you somewhat satiated, not quite as hungry. So when you do finally have a meal, you're going to make better judgment because you're not famished. Y'all know when you're super hungry, especially like in our profession. And what I do are um, my peers, man. Yeah, they might be teaching from three till nine straight through with maybe not even a snack. Get home, it's nine thirty, ten o'clock at night. Man, you want to eat everything, right? But I've found that if like I, I snack do throughout the evening, then I can exercise better choices later on. And 20 minutes to a half hour before you eat, if you can drink, uh, you know, a, a bunch of water, that will also help uh, uh, to to uh, maintain your ability to, to make good choices when it's time to to, to to uh, eat. Stress management. What can I do in 90 seconds? Try standing on one foot. Sounds random, I know, but as you heard me say before, concentrate on your upset, lose your balance. Concentrate on your balance, lose your upset. And when you are emotionally upset, you have very bad physical balance. And and so by focusing on your balance, what's going to happen? One of two things. You're, you, you know, you're going to lose your upset or you're going to stay upset and your balance won't be good. Okay. Here's another one. I love this. This is one of my favorite meditations. It sounds totally random. Take your shoe off on one foot. By the way, uh, make sure to consult a physician before you attempt that. Okay. No one allowed to to, uh, fall and hurt yourself. But literally, uh, stand on one foot, take a deep breath, lift one leg up off the floor, untie your shoe, take it off, put it back on, sit down. It's amazing what this does to, uh, you know, get you kind of centered and focused. Here's another random thing. Step outside and just take in a sunrise or a sunset. 
okay? Or or notice some flowers or, in my case, vegetables in my backyard. Take a minute and just really embrace and see that. That's amazing what that can do for stress management. And, of course, one easy one you can do any place, anywhere is take 10 nice, slow, deep breaths from the belly. So those are all some really nice stress management strategies you can do. As far as risk avoidance, right? What is risk avoidance? It's like minimizing risk, right? Well, there's a couple things. First off, take that 90 seconds and wash your hands, even when you're in a hurry, right? So you can make sure that you're not passing germs onto other and you're and you're washing off the germs that you got from other people in situations leave 90 seconds early so you don't have to race to work sometimes that little little bit can can make a big difference right take the time to lock your doors that's a very short ritual okay uh when you do leave also risk minimization is is that make it a point to do a little thing like you know, check your gas in your, in your car and make sure you have enough, right? And take that moment when you're leaving uh, the store or you're, you're leaving the restaurant that you take a second to, or maybe 90 seconds, to be alert and aware of your surroundings. And so you can be, make sure that you're, you're projecting confidence to any potential predator that might be out there. That's, that's my martial arts instincts that they're kind of reaching out. All right, as far as recharging goes, what can you do? Well, man, imagine if you had a book of quotes or affirmations that you had with you. And every now and then, you just kind of pulled it out and you you read a, 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 some positive quote or affirmation. Uh, or you had an ongoing, this one I think is incredibly valuable, and that is, is is to have an ongoing gratitude list, whether it be in your head or on paper, but that when you get a second, just think, okay, what am I grateful for that I've never been said I was grateful for before, and I'll tell you why this is important, okay? First off, otherwise you're going to go back to the same stuff all the time, right? Uh, But what happens when you try to think of something you've never thought of before, in your mind, it's like a file cabinet, and you're going to go through, let me see, was I grateful for my house? No, I said that last week. Was I grateful for my family? No, I said that last week. Was I grateful for my health? No, I did that two weeks ago. And what happens is, is you will unconsciously go through all the list of all the things that you're grateful for, and let me tell you, there's no downside to doing that. That always makes a big difference, and so by the time you finally come up with something, you may have gone through this long, this massive list. Uh, And so worth doing. Let's switch gears now. Let's talk about things that you can do as far as relationships goes. You know, uh, chances are you're busy just like I'm busy. And uh, and we tend to, if we, if we don't watch it, we can just kind of ignore the people around us. Not that we're trying to be rude. However, that we're just kind of busy doing other things. I know that I like to think that in most circles that I, I am in, uh, that people would think to me to be a, a, maybe a friendly and open person. However, I got to tell you, the people that exercise at the gym in the morning with me, I'm there at 5 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, at CalFit in Sacramento on uh, on the kids called uh, what is Arden Arcade CalFit, right? And there's there's every day there's 15, 20 the same people that I've been seeing for years, and and some of these people, um, I think they think that you know I don't know what they think, but I but I'm never it's not that I'm unfriendly. I'm just kind of focused. I'm walking to do my thing and get out of there. I'm not that guy that goes up and talks to someone for a long time, but. Uh, I, in realizing, you know, that, that, that I need to expand my horizons, I've been going out of my way to start conversations, just short conversations with people I've never had a conversation for. And you know what? I got to say it's fun. And, and so I'm extending my horizons there. But in general, you know, it, it, what can you do? Well, first off, one of the things that I spent the majority of today doing, and it felt really good to do, is I personal message a bunch of friends and martial artists and, and people that I work with just to say thank you for all the hard work uh, uh, that they put into this weekend that we had in Denver and and or for the attendees uh, that thank you for showing up. Just a quick 
personal message, right? Now, uh, I also did some text from others, and I'm actually going to write some handwritten notes to a few as well. Okay, another thing that is really easy to do, the 90-second ritual when you're interacting with somebody else is give them your undivided attention. Put your friggin' phone down. Do you realize when you're talking with someone and you're looking at your phone, you're going, yeah, and you look down at your phone, you look back up, what you're really saying is, uh, I'm really not talking to you. I'm paying attention to what's on the phone. Put your phone down for 90 seconds and give your undivided attention. Uh, or give unexpected help. What can you do just out of the blue? Right. Uh, you know, even if it's, uh, you know, you could certainly send and write a, a, a handwritten note. But what about just a yellow post-it note that you put somewhere that someone comes across? OK, take 90 seconds to publicly acknowledge somebody for a job well done. Take 90 seconds to catch them doing things right. Notice something they did right. OK, and be happy to see them. You know, take a moment to acknowledge them when you see them. That that kind of stuff can really go a long way, no doubt about that. So those are little things that can make it a big difference when it comes to relationships. Now, there's a longer list, but I'm just going to stop right there. Moving on, other things that I can do. Let's talk about uh, maybe education. Man, you're busy. You want to get, you know, you want to be become more educated, so to speak. What things can you do? Well, this uh, this is kind of this is along the lines I'd mentioned this when we we came to a recharging. You know, we said a read from a, a you know a read a, you know a, from a book of quotes or affirmations. But could you uh, just randomly ask Siri some question? And then when you hear the answer, make it a point two or three times to remember what that was. It can be hopefully something that's, that's uh, you know, of value to you in your life, but it be something random as well. You might say, I don't want to say, hey, Siri, because you know what I'm going to get, right? Oh, I didn't get it because I didn't turn. Normally when I do my podcast, I turn my, my phone on airplane mode and I, I neglected to do that this time. I'm lucky it didn't, didn't happen. But anyway, uh, that I'm going to ask some question like maybe, maybe you know, what, what vegetable has the most vitamin B in it, right? Or it could be some question related to health or fitness or relationship. And then, uh, then you try to add that to your arsenal. Then maybe that's that's your assignment for today is to think through that two, three, four, five times so that you can remember that. You know, I recently, a friend of mine sent me a video of the two of us uh, uh, doing some jujitsu after a Marcelo Garcia Hikaru Laborio seminar. And thanks, uh, Professor Tom, for sending that, by the way, if you're, if you're here. And what we did at the end of the seminar, the two of us in like four or five minutes, we reviewed all... 12 techniques that, that Marcelo Garcia, who's like a, a, a jiu-jitsu savant, he's just this amazing jiu-jitsu practitioner. Uh, it was really mind-boggling what he did. Well, I, this was last summer, and I think I'd drilled it a couple times, but not much. But I, I watched myself and him review these moves that I didn't remember doing. So how could I expect to uh, know those and impl- add those into my arsenal if I don't even remember doing them? Well, uh, because I didn't take the time to implement, commit those to memory. So imagine if, on you know, in that case, I could have taken uh, 90 seconds and either with a person physically done it or at least in my head gone through those moves. And so, by the way, that's somewhat of a public commitment that that's my intention. There's a few of the techniques that he did that were not quite uh, going to work for the way I, I do jujitsu. However, there's some of them that are, and I'm going to start, I'm going to uh, commit to 90 se- seconds a day uh, to, to the memory of those. Right. Uh, to, let alone practice, just to visualize them, so the next time I get a chance to train, or when I ch- train consistently, I can I can see if I can add those to my arsenal. Okay, but that's what I can do with some kind of quote or speech. So you you don't have to believe me. 
because you, you don't see me, but I'm going to, I, I promise you, uh, I am doing the reciting off memory. I'm going to, I'm going to share with you the man in the arena. And this is by Teddy Roosevelt and it was written over a hundred years ago now. Uh, and I'm going to share this with you because this is some, one of those things that I just, I carried it around until I had it down. Now, if I stumble, it's because I'm trying to make it, uh, uh, non-gender specific. It's always the man and I'm trying to make it the person. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to go through right now. This is called, uh, the, the man, I guess it's the Person, you know, we'll leave the title the same, the man in the arena. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out. Oh, let me try it again. Uh, see, there, that's what I've been trying to work on. I've actually been doing this in the sauna in the mornings so I can, I can get it right. It's not the critic who counts, not the one who points out how the strong one stumbles or how the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the one who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again because they know there is no air effort without error and shortcomings, who knows the great enthusiasm, the great devotions, who spends themselves in a worthy cause, and who at the end, at their best, understands the triumph of high achievement, and at their worst fails, but does so while daring greatly so that their place shall never be with those cold and timid souls that needed no victory nor defeat. Man, I love that. Every, every time I recite that, man, I get goosebumps, right? It just is such a good message. So here's my point. I've known that for a long time. However, I'm going back and I'm trying to do it, as I said, you know, non-gender specific. And so that's one of those little things that you do. You find something that has meaning for you and you decide you're going to commit it to memory. It doesn't take that long. Um, so what about for like... Uh, Finances. What could you do with that? What daily little 90 second habits? Here's one. Every time you decide not to go to Starbucks, you're going to go to Starbucks. Ah, nah. Put $4, put four or five dollars you know, in, in, into a, a, a savings jar. Every time you don't do that, right? I mean, all, it's amazing. And all of a sudden, uh, before you know it, you might establish some new habit to where you're, you're finding a way to do that for either not having the cup of coffee or making it yourself or something or not going as often. And boy, over time, that can really add up. Okay. Another thing is, and this isn't just, this is also for, for mindful eating and I call it the pause and the pause is, let's just say that I'm, man, I'm really hungry and it's, it's late at night and I, maybe I'm not even hungry. I just, I'm just bored and I want to snack on something. I open up the refrigerator door and I stare in there or the freezer and I'm looking for something and I try to justify, even though it's not my junk day, I see some fudge bar in the, in the, in the freezer. I'm going, oh man, I think, uh, you know, I really deserve it. I worked after that, worked out hard today, yada, yada, yada. Well, I might have it, right? However, if I do the pause, and the pause is just to take a breath and think, you know what, I'm going to wait a couple minutes and, and see what happens. And guess what? When I come back a, a couple minutes later, I'm, I'm good. I don't, I'm, I'm okay to pass on that. So can you do that with finances the next time you're at the store? Can you take 90 seconds and really think through the process? And what this is going to do, it's not going to keep you from buying stuff, but it's going to really help to minimize your impulse thinking. And it'll think about the long-term benefits of that. I'm thinking about a... a uh, uh, years and years and years ago, uh, my wife and I, when we were remodeling our, one of our houses, we came about across a bunch of money that was hidden in the house by someone that had lived there in the past. And we're talking thousands of dollars and it was quite an experience. And, and, uh, 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 anyway, in, in the process, we gave some of it away. We tied the 10% and then the rest, we're trying to figure out what to do. And, you know, instead of saving, what did I do? I went out and bought a big screen TV. This is when they first came out. This would have been the early nineties or I guess they've been out for a while, but, and a stereo, right? And so, okay. It's not that I, I already had a stereo. I already had a TV. It was nice to get the new one. I appreciated it. 
But what would have happened if I would have done the pause and said, you know what, I'm going to save that money. How much would that be 25 years later, right? I, it would be tens of thousands of dollars, right? And and by the way, that, that stereo and TV are long gone. So sometimes with finances, taking that 90-second pause before you make a decision can keep you, uh, you know, on the right track, right? And so those are just some random things that, that uh, you can probably think of a whole lot more. But I would challenge you once again to analyze your day from dawn to dusk and remember that the quality of your life is in direct relationship of the quality of the habits and routines and rituals that you have in place. If you have a bunch of, you know, really great 90-second rituals already in place, things that you do unconsciously, then – Man, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna make a big difference somewhere down the line. And if not, start small. Just do one or two things at a time. You know, just commit to the five ninety second uh, sessions a day on a various area. And then once those become habit for you, then add on. And pretty soon, man, a big chunk of your day will be you'll you'll be on autopilot doing all this great work. And then your thought processes that can really be put to to more important things because. Um, your bases are covered very well. So anyway, I hope you found this valuable. Uh, I know just for me, putting this the outline together was a valuable review. And by the way, I'd like to say I do everything we talked about today. But I'd be lying if I said that. But I am better now than I was in the past, and hopefully I'm getting better in the future. So take care. God bless, and, and thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye.